me let me put it this way you move everything forward a day because we don't watch it live so tuesday is raw wednesday is <laughs> wednesday's this new show thursday is smackdown and uh no not smackdown it's nxt and AEW. then we the have sunday is AEW. aw dynamite if we're gonna do it via itv Oh, because it's because it's this delay. What, you mean the heavily edited shit at eight o'clock in the morning? Yeah, uh, like eight o'clock in the morning. I don't think that it is. It's, it's eight o'clock in the morning. It's a it's a prime time prime morning show. What's well, ITV 4s one then? It's I don't know, but it's uh, whichever one is going to be uh, on ITV. It's heavily edited anyway. Fight. Uh-huh. Fight. I don't know what they're going to do for the go home shows for the pay per views. They say they're going to be like they're going to be free and easily available. I don't know if that means they're going to stick them on YouTube or not, but we'll see. PG fourteen, PG fourteen, whatever it is. Mm. Well, they've got I, I, they got Fight TV to kind of like make it easier for people if they want to. Can I, I can, I can only assume that. that Fight TV's logo is just a picture of Miz's dad going like that. <laughs> George Mazanin, man of a thousand faces, all of them the same. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to another fine episode of Last Minute Kickout. As always, I am your reigning, defending, undisputed LMKO champion, Pete Tynescreed. Now, the <laughs> joined by Kevin, the Kevin Eva Eva. How are you, sir? Oh, uh, yeah. And if you're watching the video version of this, we are no longer joined by John Turbo. Oh, he's he's going to get some I booze. I have to come back because obviously I, I can't. He honors his contractual commitments, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we are joined by John Turbo Finley as well. How are you doing, sir? Great. Fine. It's like, uh, it's, other, other than having to deal with your ego, I'm fine. Uh, it's... I'm suffocating under the weight of that. One day my defeat will come. And it will be so sweet. Uh, uh, When are you marrying Stephanie? When am I marrying Stephanie? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Whenever she she decides to to offer, you know? I mean. Uh, Okay. Anyway. Anyway, uh, we are here to talk about Clash of Champions. We are a little bit late, but we've all had real life stuff to be dealing <laughs> oh, with. Oh boy, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're here to talk about Clash of Champions. It was an alright show, in my estimation, guys. Quick things. It was a bit half and half on me. Um, like, there was some real mm, questionable matches, but uh, there was a lot of surprises, though, during the show, which I feel lifted up a, a bit more yeah it was it's not a show that's going to live long in the memory as proof by the fact that i had to re-look up everything that happened um because <laughs> i literally forgot it all so yeah it'll be surprising to reminisce Surprise! Yes. then who won that game who won that match they, well, really did they okay and that's fine indeed but uh, it was a pretty stacked card, I thought, in my estimation. Um, 
and I, as I said, I kind of enjoyed for what it was. But then I had a lot on the line because uh, myself and Kev, when it came to predictions, were only a few were shy. So yeah it's definitely closer between you two so yeah so i mean i i told i told pete this is that the uh the, the tag team one the new day revival one i ended up having to recall that video like five times i literally alternated it every single time between them, <laughs> between them. i kept changing my mind so yeah it, it was it was um, close We'll chat about that match as we come to it. But it yeah, nice. it, was, it was interesting. But yes, uh, we'll start with the pre-show. There were two matches on there. One of them was a bit of a shocker of why it was there, but meh. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one was the Cruiserweight Championship of Drew Gulak defending the title against Humberto Carrillo and Linz Dorado in a triple threat match. A triple threat match. Triple threat match. What do you guys think? It, it it almost feels like Lintz was literally just in this match to take the pin, which is, I think, what both Gav and I predicted. Yeah, it was, it was pretty much around that, wasn't it? It was like, well, mm. that one's been built up. Yeah, it felt like that, because even though I wasn't catching up with uh, 205 Live storyline, what the commentator was talking about during the match and whatnot, and how Lindsay Dorado got himself into the match and whatnot, it kind of like led to that feeling. That, it didn't yeah it yeah it didn't sell it that the match was you know this is it it sold it as well this is a stepping stone to somewhere we're gonna get a later date and it's just occupying a time slot mm-hmm. yeah but got to have those belts on somehow it was a good match but it um yeah i don't know considering what that it was it was an okay cruiserweight match It'll be interesting to see how things go because we still haven't had news of what's happening to 205 Live. They've moved some stuff to NXT uh, uh, and yet there hasn't been an actual nail put in the coffin of 205 Live yet. It's apparently still happening after SmackDown. Yeah. Currently, according to news. So until we actually know the fate of 205 Live, we don't know where things are going with the Cruiserweight, to be fair. Like, it's been put on NXT, presumably to buffer the new two-hour shows for the moment. I haven't caught up with it this week. Uh, I still need to do that, which I'm probably going to do after this show, actually. Uh, otherwise, it was it was all right. Yeah. Serviceable. Yeah, serviceable, and a wee bit of a botch at the end. Lindsay Dorado didn't have his shoulders down. Ready One for of the, the Lucha House Party botching something? No. No. Yeah, I know, right? Outrageous. Outrageous. Hmm. Send, send for somebody. Send for somebody. Uh, the second and final pre-show match. Uh, AJ Styles versus Cedric Alexander. Uh, I have a feeling this match is is only here because of Vince's vocal dislike for Cedric. It must have been. Um, in fairness, also, I mean, in in terms of woo significance of a US title match, I think. It did kind of deserve to be there. It it also it, uh, whilst it's AJ Styles, it, I know we've we've, yeah, we've say, had AJ before. Yeah, I was going to say AJ Styles must have been pissed during that whole thing. Um, like, oh, I am in, on the pre-show. How the fuck have I gotten myself into this? No. Well, remember we've we've got AJ there to elevate the US title. Aye, but being so, on pre-show is not the best thing to do. Then. Yeah, but you know, is Cedric going to? You say is, that. Is Cedric going to elevate? Even, even the Miz, when he had the IC title, was still on the pre-show. Yeah, when he was elevated. Also, there. we know that 
have also you can have the best match of the, the evening as well we know uh, and still be repetitively on the pre-show see see the, the see big, Usos versus New Day the big, the big question the, that you need to ha- the big question that you need to have when you want to discuss things like that is is there something on the main card that you could have swapped around that match for not the caliber the match the actual end product of that match because it was short and it didn't really deliver much the US title is is at the moment such that uh, the prestige of it just when stacked up against okay what is these other things going to do it it kind of belongs in that position unfortunately you could argue the women's tag team match but that was also like the 24-7 title limit as well wasn't it I think and yeah but uh, no I was, thinking of number, I was thinking of a number of women's matches that could have been put in there oh god yeah well several of them could be frankly we'll get there it was a bit I was a bit stunned yeah, that AJ's well, on there well, but it's a I liked the heart opening by Cedric because that was great, great oh. starter. And then it was just AJ Burrell, and he's yeah. like, he was. It was a squash. That's what yeah, it was. Squash. Um, yeah, it was a little bit of there. Um, we'll move on to the main pay per view. Well, excuse me, with the opening of Seth and Braun defending the Raw Tag Team Championships against Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Others known as we like Robert Roode, but we don't know what to do with him at the minute. And that, then there's Dolph. Um, yeah, hard work, hard worker Dolph, hard reliable work. Dolph, we, reliable, well, reliable, Mister Reliable Dolph Ziggler, the best, the best seller in the business. I, I have a feeling that if you really want to do, he could sell like the Rock sold stuff. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's why he's currently. Well, that's what he did at SummerSlam. That's for sure. Well, yeah, it wasn't that the spear, yeah. (laughs) He turned his spine inside out. I still Um, don't know how he did that, by the way. I I, I, I went back and re-watched it, that match, specifically for that spear, just to see the the contours of his body. And I can't figure out how he lives. So, the match in general, I enjoyed. The ending was a bit shit. Uh, They had to have some kind of like... Met, uh, yeah, but notion again, into tension going into the end of the night. Again, my my only problem is is that they're making Braun act like an idiot big man, and he's most definitely not an idiot big man. Yeah, yeah. And it's my it's my entire problem with the way that he has been he gets treated ninety percent of the time is like. Well, they flip flop his character every time. He's yeah. like a switch. You just you you. you yeah, you can't work because in this match, I mean, it all ends up with oh, big, big clumsy brawn just goes bumble bumbles and bundles. Uh, everybody sort of out the way, and this is the same brawn who would later in night like do a like a frog splash or whatever it was off the top, yeah, <laughs> off the top bro. Splash, those yeah. those are the that's the same bro that's the same man, you know, oh, bumbling through and then yeah, splash off the top rope and. Yeah, it's like the big show back in WCW. Oh yeah, with his uh, the moonsault. giant, yeah, moonsault. Yeah, yeah, moonsault. He did a moonsault. Amazing stuff. I like the fact that they've taken away all the 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 dazing stuff from Braun in because he doesn't need it. Like, yeah, you know, he's he a, he's, really, he's floor, a really fast, yeah. Man, mm. But it's just it's just 
get rid of this atypical big guy stuff that we've had for 20 plus years you know he's he's not that he's fast he's agile he's what we're smart. so what we're saying wwe is don't book brawl like you book big show <laughs> or kane i mean or, even look, look at the taker. undertaker well you, you don't see taker ever get dazed essentially like he'll you know. take it you did he'll take mm. it you did during um american badass yeah actual heel put period what do you guys think of the match in general it was okay it was serv- it, it, it was serviceable um i feel like this is gonna be a common phrase throughout this oh yeah, yeah i was gonna say i feel like he's gonna say it a lot oh you know, i said it and then he said it and then you'll we say it eventually um but um no i can uh it's not like i wasn't bored by the match which happened too often in other matches uh, later in the night um and i i obviously knew that there would be dissension at the end somehow it's just uh like pete said obviously it was a bit meh how they mm. did it, it was just braun doing the shoulder tackle uh, or was it a shoulder tackle into the he's, yeah, he, 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 he sort, he sort of shoved, ah, he shoved somebody into yeah he shoulder tackled rude into into seth, into seth and then seth sort and then, of went out the went out the ropes like he was shot and then yeah yeah so it's like and then rude got the glorious ddt for the win uh, quite happy about that actually you know it was yeah. effectively a clean pin it's good it's good that rude got the got the pinfall over yeah. seth and not dolph yeah, and it's good that we build. We're good that we build up the glorious DDT again. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's good. But it, oh, yeah. it, it's a weird I mean, situation where we've got the Raw Tag Team titles because also oh wacky tag team and wacky tag team has been defeated by wacky tag team. Hmm. But don't I worry, I think that'll be changing soon enough with the the upcoming draft. Mm-hmm. Have some properly established teams on both brands. And well, it's it, it's whoever whoever Fox members. don't want, whoever Fox don't want, because apparently Fox want the fiend. So expect him, expect him on SmackDown. Mm. Well, he's he's kind of it, it's Fox versus Heyman. It's really interesting. Yeah, this is why I'm interested with this this story about the new. Um, the new broadcast teams because first of all Tom Phillips has been given the old knife in the back and we've got, we've got Jerry Lawler back on Raw now you're not telling me that in any way that was a decision Heyman made <laughs> you're not telling me that Heyman just went you know what we really need on the commentary team we need Jerry Lawler yeah but I can't remember what of the, the videos I saw that actually reported this news today um, but it was the fact that the last time Jerry Lawler was actually on commentary, he was completely with it and did very good commentary on the point. Where if you look at him versus JR, JR has to have vested interest in the product and who's actually who's wrestling in order for him to actually give a damn at the moment. Mm. Yeah, and it wasn't too long ago he was on the commentary uh, table because uh, it was the same. T- it was the same week where. He also got attacked by the fiend. Uh, this was this like true. just before the kicking ring. Nobody complained story. about that. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> I don't remember seeing Jerry's picture it's up on the wall. Actually, uh, bad, he, he was he was on the. I have to pay attention to Raw. 
Um, it was okay. I enjoyed it. Um, but moving on, uh, Bailey defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Charlotte Flair. Now, AKA, AKA Charlotte in Flair Country. So, yeah. Go on, John. You look like you got a lot to say. Yeah. I wasn't happy with this match. This what? is the match I thought should have been on the pre show. I think this match was just. Charlotte Flair on a pre show. Damn right she needs to be on a pre show. Are you mad? Especially with that stupid moonsault she keeps doing. <laughs> yeah, I've turned into Kevin here. Someone's stealing my bit. <laughs> Give me infringement. I mean, you're not but wrong. Yeah. Ah, uh, uh, it's like uh, bloody hell! It's like she had so she was going. She pretty much had control of the match until the very end, where Bailey snuck out a win by taking out the bottom turnbuckle cover, whacking Charlotte into it, and boom, roll up for a pin. I um, liked the ending actually. I mean, yeah. granted, yes, that makes out as her uh, heel. Yeah, also, also, just like yeah, because it builds it builds up the heel persona. And this is like, wait, you. But it sneaked but on Flair. Yeah, but it's also like she's a chicken shit heel as well because as soon as she won, boom, like a rocket out of that ring. What's out. wrong with that? I've seen it too often. When was the last time you saw it recently? Well, not, re not, not in like <laughs> the last year, but in the last five years, we had uh. people like Jeff Rollins. Right. Here, here, here's the thing. Yeah. WWE programming is done in a way that it doesn't expect you to remember the last five minutes. It kind of works in with the delusional thing. The, the fact that Bailey's all delusional and now is, is like the thing that was, she was serious about, which is like being the brown model, and now it's it's ironic with, with her saying, oh, I'm a robot, and she still, she still believes it, even though there's no way that it actually is true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was literally just Charlotte Flair beating the crap out of Bailey for three minutes and thirty seconds, and then Bailey, uh, Bailey sneaking it. Yeah, and I, we we've had better matches between them before. You know, he's like, so why why couldn't the match be booked in a better way? It didn't. Because it there didn't... was a lot of matches to have. Obviously. Yeah. They've added so many it, championships. Oh, that's that's the problem. It with doesn't that. do the well, SmackDown this, belt any well, good. The major problem for this one was there was there's just too many championships now. That's why it was like the card was so so big in the first place. You only have silly. We can don't match. be silly. We can shoehorn in the NXT belts and the NXT UK belt in there somehow. It's fine. In fact, we can probably we can probably have a guest match from Evolve if you ask them. Uh, Network exclusive coming soon. But yes, um, universes collide. The next match is uh, Biggie and Xavier Woods of the New Day defending their SmackDown Tag Team Championships against the Revival. The minute they came out and announced that the Revival, if the Revival won, they were going to be history makers and be the first tag team to win SmackDown, Raw, and NXT Championships, I knew they were going to win the belt. <laughs> Yeah, that was because quite slightly telegraphed. Kevin it. and I talked about on predictions. WWE want to make a lot of history. history. Yeah. It's it's all they care about making making moments. It's one of the things they bang on. If you actually watch any of their um, stuff, they do 
where it's they're talking talking seriously on television programs about the making of the show. Yeah. One of the things they always mention, whether whether it's Trips, whether it's Steph, whether it's Vince, whether it's any of the the senior people um, who also come out of the box every so often, they always talk about making history and making moments. Yeah, um, yeah, that was this one again. That was one. But it worked to making revival obviously like you know vicious heels absolutely you know, I mean, especially with what they did uh, to Xavier at the end yeah because yeah. they had they had him they had him beat that was the, the, yeah. they, they had the match won and then they just yeah. went through you know because they could the have injury. just done another shatter machine on them and yeah. just call it a day but no oh, oh actually uh, thank you for saying that okay probably my favorite bit of the match was that was them was the revival selling the shatter machine or doing it on Big E Mm. Um, just, <laughs> just like outside. moaning in pain on the outside because it took so much out of them to do that on Big E, yeah. and it hurt them to do that. And it, was, guy, yeah. and it was good. It wasn't. It wasn't like okay, we've got him. Let's go get him. No, they were like down for like you know ten seconds or so. Mm. Just literally like, <laughs> like Dawson was going ow, ow, <laughs> ow. Uh, yeah, but it was all right, and it was it, it ties into our our grander story that we keep saying about how Xavier's not the one to give up at all in the team, is he? Because they because mm. he's the, always the one who gets tortured, mm. sometimes literally. Um, but yeah, he's he's sort of put in a situation there, and uh, and yeah, we didn't we didn't get any uh, Kofi or Orton coming out to do any nonsense. No, but, but that benef- no, that was obviously going to be safer. Later. Yeah, but that but benefited the revival. Mm-hmm. In this situation, and, and the promo that they cut afterwards to try to, you know, emphasize, yeah, that this is it. We're we're the dominant team on this division now, with the titles and whatnot. And uh, mm. yeah, no, it's uh, it worked out for them. Yeah. I felt, but, yeah. yeah and this was a good match. What sort of match we'll see between New Day and Revival come hell in a cell. Oof. Well, if it's anything like New Day and Usos in Hell in a Cell. I don't think they'll be in Hell in a Cell. It's already been, I, they won't they be won't in be. it because I think we've got already got two matches in it already. Uh, but uh, maybe they'll do something. I'm sure they'll have a stipulation. It might be like a submission, maybe. tag team submission match or something. If it like was that. a tag team submission match, then that would be good. Also, poor Mikazi, all his hard work, all his hard work on Xavier's tights. But to make those to make those look so I wonderful, liked, like, I, I like, like that. I like them on the most recent episode of SmackDown. Uh, it looked like they'd been stitched up. They had. They had been. They literally had been. Uh, they had because he had the same tights on later that day. Yeah. So he. So yeah, Mikazi again, stitched away. Sasha's Sasha's uh, going. Are we going? Aren't we going out? Like, no, Xavier's tights are gone. So we've got in the next match Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, who don't have. A really shitty mixed music against Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville in Fire and Desire, where they've really butchered their coming out music together, and it uh, sounds they're not horrible. they're not the only ones. Really. Everything everything's out. It sounds horrible. The the video's horrible. Uh, and to be honest, they were pretty horrible in this as well. <laughs> The minute right. they came out with their new joint music, I, there was a brief thought that said they're not going to give them the titles, are they? No. I, no I think, now, Mandy Rose, yeah. I love Sonny Deville. I think she's pretty great. Oh, Sonny Deville oh, yeah. is brilliant. 
But she wasn't in this match. No. Um, this, ma this match put me to sleep. Very, very. It was a. It it's was a shame. slow. It what was about sluggish. The, what, about the, what about the run-in with the 24-7 title where Bliss nearly became a 24-7 champion? Well, it, it popped YouTube. Oh, yeah. Big, oh, didn't it? Um, oh, no, the, the, the best... Now that you've mentioned that, the the um, segment beforehand mm. where, where, was that, where they, they were having an interview and then R-Truth did... Uh, R-Truth... Calling um, other Carmella, Bliss other Carmella. I legitimately laughed out loud at that and missed half of what else was being said because it was just so funny and so dry. And Bliss, well, it, well, it, it, it ended up uh, Alexa Bliss getting the blue yeah, mic and just saying, just going, Attention, he, please. He, yeah. Our troop is on set. Come and get him and grab a referee. And then everyone, the, the, the city of jobbers, come running through. Um, and here comes. Uh, um, uh, Rockstar Spud, uh, like, yeah, exhausted. Like, just going. Thank you. And oh, goes. oh well, at least Hawkins and Ryder got to appear on the pay per view. Uh, that, I keep calling him Rockstar Spud still. Yeah, well, I call him Rockstar Spud because it's my it's fair bad. name. Spud. Anyway, the match itself, yeah, I wasn't <sighs> fantastic about it. Uh, Nikki Cross could could obviously be doing better. At least she got the win. Uh, at least she got the win for the, the match. Got the mm. uh, the the high end high end. I'm just gonna call it the crossroads because it yeah, it's it, it, yeah, it, it it's a draping crossroads. Yeah, or it's and, a uh, it's a draping Nikki road with dice, the, a... Nikki with the swinging net break here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I it really looks like they're building up Nikki now. Now that Nikki seems to have found her stride, I just hope she gets a singles win soon. I mean, oh, actually, like, like, yeah, you're right. They could, they could just call it the crossroads. Yeah, because because yeah, yeah, cross in their name. Just yeah. do, yeah, just do it. Call it the normal spelling of roads. Yeah. But yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, next was Shinsuke Nakamura, accompanied by his mouthpiece of Sami Zayn, defending the Intercontinental Championship against the Miz. Thoughts? I yeah. love Sami in this role. <laughs> I like Sammy in this role, especially when they think, nah, it's not working, cut his mic off. Yeah. It's like, this is what uh, uh, Leo Rush's character should have been. It's like, Leo Rush... It's what Leo Rush's character would have been had he, not, had he kept his mouth shut outside of the ring. Yeah. But yeah, he... he but he can't be as obnoxious as Sami Zayn can be. Uh, Sami Zayn's Sammy got Zane that natural got that. thing of widening yeah. everybody in the locker room up. So you yeah. just know that they just know that the annoyance that they've once seen showing in the ring is genuine. Yeah. But no, uh, in terms of the ring ring work that was uh, being done in the match, it was actually all right. Um, uh, both trying to get in like good submission like Shinsuke Nakamura getting in a couple of good submission holds in there as well over Miz was good um, and the tension the cl the close calls the close call finishes on it as well like you thought Miz was going to be out of it after the uh, after one kin I think it was a Kinshasa shot and he's just able to get his shoulder up everyone yeah. was like popped up for that 
Um, but no, yeah, like hitting the back of the head or something. It wasn't like a normal yeah, Kinshasa. Uh, it was it was like a modified, as they would say in the business, yeah. modified Kinshasa. Yeah. So, um, and then uh, it would eventually lead to. I knew it was gonna be like Sami Zayn gonna be, you know, causing distraction and to you know, you know, Kinshasa to the face, and then boom, yeah, done. One, two, three. Um, although. <laughs> Was it Sammy trying trying to sell his injury from getting choke slammed by the Undertaker the <laughs> night, uh, you know, the SmackDown prior mm. and whatnot? Need to get a pair of brace, man, because that thing was just about to fall off of your neck that that night. He was basically holding it on, wasn't it? Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, uh, but incidentally, again, going back going back to that SmackDown, that was I quite I quite enjoyed that interaction with, with Taker actually because it was just like it, it, he's someone you don't expect Taker would in would interact with and that was mm. that was that that was as a result it was really fun um yeah match was match was solid uh it was good i, I like the sort of the, i like the back and forth between them outside of obviously sammy doing his thing mid sort of just seeing what some of the things that uh, shinsuke was doing and sort of just going you know okay <laughs> okay i'll try and do something about that then um and getting he, he got the crowd behind him. It was yeah, it was it was solid for Miz. He didn't he didn't look bad in defeat in any way, no. shape, or form. And Shinsuke looked good by defeating Miz. Yeah. The next title: Becky Lynch defending the Raw Women's Championship against Sasha Banks. This went for twenty minutes, and it felt it. Mm. I it like is. the fact that they have gone so far to echo Sasha versus Charlotte that they even went so far as to go through the crowd and do the submission through the fucking barrier like Charlotte did to fucking Sasha and Sasha to Charlotte all the way back when on an episode of Raw but remember you're not supposed to remember yeah I don't Unless they, unless they specifically shout it at you like they did with uh, the boom drop spot for Kofi and Orton back at the garden in the thing before yeah uh, you're not supposed to remember otherwise never happened um i i'm gonna say the first seven minutes of this was bad mm. it looked very fake i'll be honest i think this match is surely just here to build up into the rematch that is happening at hell in a cell so Becky can drop the title and get drafted to SmackDown. It's a case of that being um, the way that they want to do things. And then they'll position uh, Becky into the position to get in the SmackDown title. Hmm. I yeah, mean, she, again, she, if she's, she is the, the current face of the division, she's going to end up on SmackDown. Yeah. Which means that Seth's going to end up on SmackDown. Yeah, because they don't want to split up. Because they ups, they upset, they upset. Otherwise, yeah. likewise, wherever Andrade ends up, and Charlotte's going to end up, and vice versa. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, the the how they ended the match was a bit. Bleh. I so thought good. the end where Becky hit the ref with the chair. Well, it was we, it was a weak chair shot. Weak, yeah. weak I, shot. I thought that ending was fine. My problem with the ending is that that wasn't stated until after they'd gone all the way through the crowd and come back to the ring, and yeah. then it was mentioned by the commentators. 
Well, and eventually to the live crowd, because eventually yeah, someone eventually. has to go to the live crowd and say, "Ladies and gentlemen, you're winner via disqualification, Sasha Banks, but still you're you, Raw champion, well not." So it took them a very but, long time to get to that, didn't they? Yeah, mm. it took too long, mm. I think. Yeah, yeah. They, they said the first part, the first part of that match was really bad. It looked very, very fake wrestling. Yeah. And then you uh, had and, and just bad in general. Back and forth between like submissions. Then it got yeah, Then it sort of got into it a little bit more, and then it, it sort of picked up. But the, the 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 bottom gear was very low. Let's put it that way. Um, and uh, yeah, so we had that. And uh, you know, okay, so you know, well, Botchamania, yeah, yeah. You know, Matthew likes to use like the the JFK movie sound clip. It's like, oh yeah, here's the uh, shot back into back to the left. Back to when that weak source chair shot came in, I literally heard that in my mind in real time. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I pretty pretty as I watched it, I didn't hear any of the commentary. I just heard Kevin Costner's voice as as that played out. Uh, it it. Whilst the whilst the previous match did both competitors a favour, in terms of making them look good, mm. this I don't think benefited either lady. Sadly, yeah. Which is I mean, it tried it tried to make Becky Lynch obviously the stronger woman and mm. whatnot, but uh, and nah, it 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 just was very lackluster. Mm. Okay, so next though we had the WWE title match. We had reigning defending champion Kofi Kingston versus the man with the laziest vest in wrestling, Randy Orton. No, it's not the only thing that's lazy about him. <laughs> I just want Randy to go away. What is it with everyone? And saying it's like, oh, I can't wait for this match because the you know the build up for this is like because we've been burned like, multiple times. Why does everyone because just... people like Randy Orton for some bizarre reason? I had this, uh, I had an argument on, well, not an argument, but a uh, a difference of Disgusting. opinion with a friend on on Twitter. I was just like, Randy's boring. And I went, no, he's not. Randy's amazing. And I'm like, ugh, ugh. He does one two kind of like good kind of like moments i don't know he locks in that sleeper hold very well I'll, I'll, I'll stretch it to three okay one being the rko two being that that neck breaker back breaker combo which i've always really liked mm. um at least you know the 50 percent of the time where it actually does it snug as opposed to the other 50% of the time where it looks like an please absolute dog's say, dinner. Please don't say the hanging DDT. No, uh, and the number three is him pressing play on the CD player to play voices just before he comes out. <laughs> voices is literally the best thing about Randy Orton. Nothing else yeah. could is a hundred times better than the RKO. And the RKO is getting sloppier too. 
Well, at least the, the RKO that they showed. It's only a uh, bloody cutter. I mean, come on. Now. Well, he, he was able to cut it. He, he was able to do it quite quickly, like during this. This match. is why you know. This is why Alder's not looking good in in these matches with Kofi, because there's no way for him to do an RKO out of Trouble in Paradise, because no. Kofi's facing the wrong way. And then he won't he look he won't type that Alder looks really good nowadays if if, if he's RKOing somebody out of their finishing move or out of midair. The, the problem with this match is because Orton's work rate is very slow and the means of match versus Kofi is very slow, whereas a match with Kofi works when he's very fast-paced. Yes. Yeah. Um, the, the then problem means that the crowd aren't into it because there's not enough action to keep them entertained because this is the kind of uh, life that we're in recently where you need to keep it snappy, keep it going to keep everybody invested and keep it uh, high paced and everything else but because it's that it's just shit and Kofi suffers for it because he loses steam hell I'm done with Kofi Mania after that match well, well at least Kofi was able to say that he's now done with Orton yeah which is good I mean he's now got yeah. he's now got Brock so he can lose to Brock but mm-hmm. yeah, it's no. something a little different again this just feels like another holding pattern it really does just keep wrestling Orton until then, and then you know. It's it's a it's a very weird situation, but anyway. So Kofi wins. He doesn't. Kofi gets well. Orton goes for the punt, and Kofi gets out of the way. And yeah. Randy's like, "How dare you!" And and then tries for tries for an RKO, I think. And then yeah, Trouble in Paradise. Trouble yeah. in Paradise being treated like an RKO, like out of nowhere maneuver. I quite like. Mm. Because um, it should be. It should be treated like that. But otherwise, yeah, K- Kofi wins. It's pretty definitive. So I want to get your guys' thought on the next match. Because it's Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan in a no disqualification match. But, but, but we have the champion of the crowd there in Roman Reigns. It's fine. It's this, it belongs. It belongs there. I'll tell you, of champions. Yeah. Being the only match that wasn't a title match, that's obviously a negative to it. But in hindsight, in terms of a story built match where this is Seth Rollins, uh, not Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns going after Eric Rowan uh, for his, you know, for his evil deeds that he's been doing to him over the weeks and whatnot. It was fine. It was I mean, fine. It was just two large guys slugging it out. It was a Hoff, it was a Hoff ma- match, Hoss match, yeah. Like, uh, it, I you mean, know, two two big guys just going at each other and using. It was effect. It was effective. It was effectively Hulk Hogan versus Tugboat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in in terms of ultimate importance, but with the added thing of them booking themselves into a corner so well Rowan has to win otherwise yeah. everyone looks stupid mm-hmm. everyone looks stupid even yeah. Brian who wasn't even in the match would end up looking really stupid so uh, in terms of a match Pete I felt it was kind of cookie cutter to use an American well, I mean, phrase yeah, there were some moments where you know they were exposing the LED board. You know, That's to getting, try to LED board's getting a bit overused at the moment. Yeah, but well, it's it's 
well, it's like people have been smacked into it, but they didn't like take the rubber well, off and a you know. no disqualification match. It looked more like it was set up to be a last band standing match with how much out yes. and around they were going. There was a, a decisive lack of use of weaponry, which is what you come to expect from an ODQ match. Hmm. Just more the still steps more than anything else. And... Well, but there was a bit of uh, environmental kind of like usage. Like I know the bell was used at one point. I always like a good uh, a good bell shot. Hmm. It's but if, if you get it, if they get it just right, so it just go actually goes bong off the skull. You know. Well, you can't do that. I know you can't do it, but you, you can do you can adjust and do things to make it I mean obviously, like it. obviously obviously, the big reason to leave ringside was to set up for uh, the Harper reappearance and get yeah. him back involved and that was a big surprise I was that really was a big surprise I'm glad genuine to see surprise. Harper back considering what we've we've heard about it uh, heard about him as well mm. yeah. but it's it's just that it's we, we've gone from Rowan listening to Bray Wyatt to Rowan listening to Harper to Rowan listening to Daniel Bryan to now Rowan working with Harper again and then doing the Bludgeon Brother moves Gray, Graves, called, Graves called it a bludgeoning as well didn't he yeah, yeah he did I seem to recall yeah. I, I, I don't get it. I, I, this whole storyline has got a little bit lost in translation so I hope it has some payoff down the line at Hell in a Cell, but yeah. We'll see. And well, that takes us to the main event. Seth Rollins defending the Universal Championship against Braun Strowman. The Strowman cometh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I... this was what you expected it to be as well, to be honest, wasn't it? Yeah. It's like, uh, I mean, granted, um, it, it's um, a little bit more active than, you know, Seth versus Brock, obviously. But it was in the same kind of like template of that, where Braun, Braun Strowman was going at it uh, to Seth. And, you know, just yeah, doing that... shoulder, check, shoulder checks to him on the outside and, you know, whacking him. Uh, whacking him and cracking him and... But yeah, I mean, this is... Strowman... Strowman's, Strowman's splash was a beauty to see, like seeing him go up the ropes, and he he wasn't slow going up the ropes. He was no. slow making sure he had his balance, sure, but you've just got to make sure you do. But yeah. you know, he sold the knee injury well and everything else. I'm just tired of this. Oh, what can I do to keep the big guy down? I know stomps. You know, we saw Which it. Is with, just like, we saw it yeah. with. We saw Corbin take him multiple stomps. Then we saw. Uh, Lesnar taking multiple stomps. And if there's Corbin's one was punishment as opposed to anything else. Yeah, but yeah. my point is, is that if you look at the last big set of pay-per-views, that's like, always the, been the finish. The it's finish has been stomps. Lesnar with the stomps, multiple stomps, Corbin with the multiple stomps, and now Strowman with the multiple stomps. How do we one up it? <gasps> Pedigree, Mom, and a stomp. It's called an explanation point. <laughs> it's. I mean, the the best thing about this was after the match with Bray Wyatt appearing mm. and mandible clawing at the top of the ramp. And well, just yeah. I, I liked it because after the mandible claw, we had the scene where they got into position and Bray was holding Seth like he was done. 
that was a good thing to end on. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like it I like it was like an old school taker appearance where he's like he's he's already done them in before he's actually revealed. Because mm. we had he, he was the sister Abigail him first, didn't they? He was yes, already he, he came out. He was already in the sister Abigail position, <coughs> and, and and Seth looked like he was dead then. And they were just like, "Wait, wait, hurt! I must hurt him some more." Oh, and yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll uh, definitely see when it comes yeah. to home. So, so we we've kept we've kept brought away from the the main title because he doesn't need it mm-hmm. and he's still not in a position i think where he could carry it to be honest um i i worry at them rushing the fiend rushing the fiend into championship yeah. matches you need to i think he needs a couple more a couple more actual, actual I don't feuds think, I don't, of I don't just think they, rolling through people first I don't know. I think sticking him into this feud is going to be good. I just hope that the match is going to be good. Mm. Yeah. yeah. If 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 we end up, if, I seriously hope if we end up at Hell in a Cell, with the only way to put the fiend away being multiple stomps again. Stomp! I'm stomp! Stomp! Disappointed. Disappointed. I, I I did enjoy the subsequent Raw with um. With with Seth, lit, Seth in the corner, literally absolutely terrified. Mm. Uh, He's done that two weeks in a row now. Yeah, two yep. weeks in a row. I I actually quite dig that. That's a, that's a little different because we know that we know that Seth isn't going back to what was being said earlier when he was a heel. We know that he is not a chicken shit face. Yeah. He no, he's a, it, it's a bit like when we talked about. Bray and Xavier and the whole thing about you know Xavier's terrified. Oh, yeah. ter- Xavier was terrified of Bray, mm-hmm. and it wasn't that he was a coward. No, he was just he was just the guy scared him, and it was uh, something that was a they kept in continuity. That no, actually, this guy's like yeah, you know, I don't want anything to do with this. Mm-hmm. Um, that Seth is. I think the biggest thing I, I, I think that the biggest problem they had with Bray Wyatt originally is that it just ended up just being feud after feud and Bray didn't get any steam now we, he's gone away he's come back reinvigorated as the fiend and they've done a thing where he he took on um Bala destroyed yeah. him everybody's high on it people are still enjoying the Firefly Funhouse although they seem not as well presented uh, as they had done when he first made the reappearance but they've put him straight into a championship picture and I wouldn't go amiss at seeing the belt on Bray for a little bit because you the ability that they could do with the funhouse and have oh, yeah. there has mileage you know because I think they could get quite a few decent presentations out of that. Maybe, I mean, even if he doesn't get it straight away, but you know, it w- I think it could be interesting. Yeah, and the thing is, they don't need to do a episode of the Funhouse every week or every other week that they seem to be doing at the minute because those are coming quite rapid again. 
I mean, they're, they're, they're doing it specifically because it's mm. a top-level feud right now with Seth. The, the... I, I just think we need to just get away from Seth being in the title picture for a little bit. Mm. This what? It's, it's the main reason. I don't think they're going to give the belt to the because they're too high on Seth being the the head of the company right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I'm I'm predicting. So Brock loses. Uh, Brock wins the belt off Kofi. On we think that we think that Becky gets moved over to SmackDown, where then Seth moves over to SmackDown, and then we get to have Seth and Brock for the belt. For a third time, so he can be the uh, beast slayer a third time. Yay! Ah, uh, yes. But as we, as Kevin mentioned about predictions, as you can tell by that red fucker there having that shiny bit of gold, <laughs> I am the the current reigning undisputed championship. And, and what this what this means is that Mr. Kevin and Mr. John are going to go head to head in predictions for Hell in a Cell, and the winner of that will. Go against me for AEW full gear. Absolutely. But it doesn't matter that you are a one-time NXT slash LNKO champion because I think you'll find I am a three-time Hall of Famer. Oh, so... you got that shitty little blind bag from which, did you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, hang on a minute. Yeah, I'm also WWE champion too. There you go. <laughs> I've, 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 I actually, I actually raided uh, Ric Flair's uh, jewelry box before I came out here. Yeah. Um, I can hear how plastic those are. As you well, they, are, they, are, they, they are, they are, they are, they are genuinely metal. They are genuinely metal. It's, um, just, it's a bit. Yeah. We will see what happens because Hell in a Cell is a little over a week after we are recording this. Uh, marks out of ten. Starting with you, Mister Turbo. Um, I'm gonna give this one uh, a six. I think. It's like, can, 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 can I just stop you there for a second? What the fuck are you doing, Pete? I don't know what. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what is? What is this? You do? I can do it too. I can be is wacky. It... Yeah. Oh my god! About, it's not about being wacky. It's about being the championship wiggle. That's what it's it is. The, the, oh my god. <laughs> Kevin, marks out of ten. Well, for that zero. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm gonna I'm gonna totally agree with Turbo on this and say a six. Like I said, it's not a pay-per-view that's gonna live long in the memory. It, a lot of the matches were very ordinary. Some of them uh were a bit shonky in places. Best so, matches best matches for me was Intercontinental and uh, SmackDown Tag. So I was going to agree. Oh fuck you. You and give it a six, but we can't have that. So I he's scared six. of the devil. Yeah, right. You can't, you can't summon, you can't summon the it, beast. Come on, a, six point one. God, I, I, I'm going to give it a six point zero one. Hang on, hang on. I'm hearing the editor say. What we round it up to one, we round it up to one or two significant figures. Oh, zero decimal places. Yeah, zero decimal places. Right. Okay, round up to zero decimal places is a six. So, <laughs> so that six is all across the board. And as Mister Kevin said, six, six, six. The number of the beast, which is just in time for Hell in a Cell, and ooh, all that creepy imagery. Um, thank you very much for watching or listening, ladies and gentlemen, on all good podcast catchers or on the last minute kick out YouTube channel. Mister John, where can they find you around the internet? 
Well, before you kind of like, uh, <laughs> keel over and whatnot, I'll, I'll try to finish this off quickly. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter, at TurboXLR, as well as on Instagram, uh, on, on the same ta- tagline, as well as on the tw- uh, Twitch machine, twitch.tv forward slash TurboDriveLive, where I'm streaming every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday at 7 p.m. UK time. Mr. Kevin, where can they find you around the internet? Uh, you can find me individually on Twitter at the Kevin Eva. You can find a Instagram for me and Last Minute Continued at Last Min Continue, um, which is also the Twitter account, obviously, for Last Minute Continue as a whole, the, you know, the, the parent brand. Um, for you can watch me on Twitch.tv on Tuesdays and on Sundays at. 8.30 p.m. UK time. Uh, that is just twitch.tv forward slash last minute continue the full thing. And if you wanted by any chance, going back to Twitter very briefly to follow the LMKO account uh, for that, you need to follow at Faces in Peril for wonderful news about myself, uh, Mr. John Turbo Finley over here, and also over on the far left of your screen um uh, uh, well disco, you get to disco see, inferno you get apparently you get you get to see insufferable pictures of me holding high uh, a championship title every now and again yeah over on that Twitter. He, oh, he, he, he tweeted that comment himself by the way live um you can find me on my personal twitter where you can find hijinks and mental musings on at titans creed you can find my personal gaming one which is literally just the gaming shit and none of the personal stuff uh over at gaming phoenix you can find youtube videos that are done over at youtube.com slash project phoenix productions or you can find me on twitch five to seven days a week or twitch.tv slash project phoenix productions thank you once again to mr kevin you're most welcome and mr turbo good evening (laughs) and uh from me as well we will see you next time in either video or audio form ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for listening or watching to this episode last minute kick out until the next time we'll see you soon bye buddy free time